Welcome to the Plus 6 Podcast. My name is Pete and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of Round 17. This podcast record date is Monday night, July 12. Round 17 takeaways. It's the lowest scoring round of the year in Round 17. 68.2 points average per team and 72.4 points average for the last five weeks. We have seen a move this year in teams tagging at the source of the contest rather than the outlet player. Just something to keep an eye on to close out the season. And only three favourites won in round 17. Things aren't quite going to script. On to the nine games. Back on Thursday night, Port Adelaide versus Melbourne, five takeaways. Port Adelaide, 1.15 points per inside 50 in round 17, which is quite low. Season average for the power is 1.57. Melbourne, plus 14 contested possession differential in round 17, plus 16.7 average differential last three games, and season average differential for the Demons is plus 11.5, and that is ranked 2. Christian Petrarca has averaged 134 points since the Melbourne buy. It's the last three games, and 153 points in an awesome display again from track in round 17. Clayton Oliver's averaged 92.2 points from his last four games. Still recorded 31 disposals in round 17. He added 98 points there as well. Ollie Wines versus Jack Varney at most centre bounces and shadowed throughout the game. He still got there in the end, 105 points for Wines. Some game notes there, Zach Butters knee out for an extended period. Uh, Ryan Burton with a groin. It's likely to be available for round 18. And Sam Powell-Pepper was assessed for an ankle injury in that game as well. On to Essendon versus Adelaide, five takeaways. Essendon, plus 30, inside 50 differential in round 17. Bombers are plus 23.5 average differential from the last two games. And a season average of plus 1.8. Adelaide, season high 101. Uncontested marks in round 17. The Crows averaged just 64.9 uncontested marks for the season. That is ranked 18th. Jordan Reilly, highest score since round 4 this season. 23 disposals and 11 marks. He added 100 points. And Brody Smith. Now the Crows were quite uh, poor in inside 50 differential for the game. And though the Ball movement coming out of D50 was actually very slow, so um, Brody Smith there accelerated to 102 points there as well. So Darcy Paris there as well. The way the game played out, as I mentioned with uh, the Crows hanging on to the ball inside D50, that ball didn't really zip around that through that midfield there, so Parrish was actually left negatively impacted throughout that situation there. So he only added 68 points, so the Crows were actually quite poor. And again, they're pretty non-competitive and they showed no death in their back line. So uh, no need for some premium scores from their midfielders. Uh, just some game notes there as well. Tom Dodi, uh, concussion there, out for round 18 and in concussion protocol. Uh, Paul Seisman for a calf will be assessed during the week as well. Uh, Kyle Langford hamstring tightness. The Bombers didn't take any uh, risk with him, so he was out of that game late. So just check out his availability for round 18. And Dyson Heppel will likely returns this week or next. Okay, on to Hawthorne versus Fremantle. Five takeaways. Hawthorne, 344 disposals in round 17. 335.5 in the last two. And the season average for the Hawks, 375.5. Fremantle, plus 15.0 average inside 50 differential for their last two games. Season average of just 
plus 3.9. So the Dockers getting the ball inside 50 at a high rate from the last couple of games against Carlton and then Hawthorne. Onto Sean Darcy, another excellent display from Darcy. 25 disposals, 9 marks, 27 hitouts. High impact again, sitting behind the ball, taking marks at will pretty much in the end. So 122 points there for Darcy in round 17. Nat Fife, another game through his shoulder injury. So he was actually quite good in this game. 108 points there for Fife in round 17. And Tom Mitchell, 39 disposals. Uh, he was actually pretty... Uh, Good from a fantasy perspective, uh, he's trying to get involved everywhere, so he added 117 points there in round 17. Just some game notes there, Jack Scrimshaw, uh, concussion protocol, so he is out for round 18, and Chankulth, Giath, uh, knee injury, so he's likely out for potentially for an extended period there as well. On to Carlton versus Geelong, five takeaways. Carlton, minus 15.0 average inside 50 against from the last two games. Season average against for the Blues is minus 3.0. So the Blues are giving up inside 50s at a higher rate recently. So Geelong, plus seven contested possession differential on round 17. Cats have a positive differential in 14 of 16 games this season. And season average is plus 13.1, and that is ranked number one. Uh, Patrick Dangerfield uh, did see some midfield and forward split usage. So just 80 points there for Dangerfield after a pretty explosive game the week prior. Uh, Tom DeConning for the Blues. Uh, decent matchup against Stanley uh, throughout that game. So uh, career high 91 points for Tom DeConning in round 17. And Sam Walsh wasn't targeted by the Cats. Uh, the Cats opted to go with Patrick Cripps in that game. With Mark O'Connor and Walsh again cut loose, 132 points for him against Geelong. Just some game notes there. Patrick Cripps, a leg hook, uh, should be okay for this week. Zach Williams, a uh, leg late in that game, so just assess, so just keep a check out for his availability. And Gary Rowan, a uh, thigh cork in that game late in Q4, so just keep an eye out for his availability. And Joel Selwood and Luke Dalhaus are expected to be available in round 18. On to Brisbane versus St Kilda. Five takeaways. Brisbane conceded a season high for six disposals in round 17. Season average against for the Lions of 354.0. St Kilda, plus 14.7 average contested possession differential from the last three games. Uh, Pre-buy, the, the Saints are actually minus 3.0 average. Uh, Jack Steele was awesome again, 132.8 points from his last six games average. He added 138 points in round 17 against the Lions at Metricon Stadium. Lockie Neal didn't look too impeded by his calf injury that kept him out for round 16. He added 116 points. And Jared Lyons was actually targeted by the Saints around stoppages. He finished with 21 disposals only. And that is his second lowest output for the year. And just 84 points for Lyons in round 17. Just some game notes there. Unfortunately, Eric Hipwood uh, confirmed ACL, so he's going to be out for around that 12-month mark. And Brandon Stasevich was assessed for a neck injury late in that game as well. On to GWS Giants versus Gold Coast in windy conditions at Mars Stadium Ballarat. So GWS plus 28 contested possession differential in round 17. And just on to Gold Coast here, plus six inside 50 differential there at round 17. So the wind did favor one end of that ground. And the Gold Coast had that in the last quarter as well. Trick Miller, uh, awesome display again, has scored 120 points or more in 57.1% of games this season. Uh, anything above 30% is actually quite outstanding. Um, he's tracking at 57.1% for the season, which is uh, extremely elite. 
and he had a 35 disposals and ran 17, 155 points there as well. Uh, Chris Burgess in the ruck for the Suns, he actually was quite good, 38 hitouts in a game that had plenty of ruck uh, contests throughout the day, uh, Bandaby throw-ins and obviously uh, plenty of ball-ups there as well. So he sat behind the ball as well and actually impacted play there. So 123 points in an outstanding game for Burgess. And Jacob Hopper, uh, career-high 41 disposals for him. Uh, he was excellent in contested situations there as well for the Giants and 133 points there for Hopper. So just on to some game notes there. Unfortunately, Hugh Greenwood, likely ACL. So just check out that news for this week there as well. So unfortunate news for Greenwood. And if that is confirmed, that will be sidelined for approximately 12 months. And Lockie Whitfield, so they didn't really want to commit to the concussion. He was assessed on Monday and he is now out for round 18. And he is in concussion protocol. On to Western Bulldogs versus Sydney. Five takeaways. Western Bulldogs minus 37.3 uncontested mark differential from the last three games. The game plan is clear against the Bulldogs. Don't give them the ball and make them defend without it. Sydney, 55.7 points against from their last three games. That is all post by. That is ranked second in the AFL. Season average against for the Swans is 75.3. Uh, Jake Lloyd uh, started strong in this game. Uh, Swans, 103 uncontested marks, so Lloyd was a part of that as well, and Lloyd recorded 33 disposals and 9 marks for 116 points. Uh, Callum Mills, he recorded 100 points or more in 73.3% of games this season. He added 116 points in a nice display for Mills against the Bulldogs, and Bainley Smith was off to a fast start in that game against the Swans, and uh, he did slow down significantly in the second half. 27 disposals and one goal for Smith. 107 points for him. Just on to some game notes there as well. Uh, Jake Lloyd was assessed for a knee concern. Uh, he returned shortly thereafter. So it looks like no issue there for Lloyd. On to Richmond versus Collingwood. Five takeaways. Richmond, 331 average disposals from their last two games. Season average for the Tigers, 357.6. Collingwood, 109.4 average uncontested marks from their last seven games. So the Maypies still still holding on to that ball uh, with the chip mark game. Uh, Jordan Degoe is part of that into that midfield now as, as well. So he's had strong midfield usage from his last few games. Uh, 29 disposals for Degoe and added 117 points. Uh, Brody Grundy in very good matchup against Grundy against Marby or Chow. He added 22 disposals, 10 marks, and 40 hitouts. Grundy did for 139 points. Again, a very favourable matchup. And Dustin Martin, very quiet in that second half. The Tigers fell away in that game, especially in that last quarter. A very slow second half again. And 66 points only for Martin. And onto some game notes there. Marby Ochoa was assessed for a leg concern, did come back on early in that game. Uh, Toby Nankovic is unlikely to be available. Uh, for round 18, according to uh, Tiger senior coach Damien Hardwick post-game. And Braden Maynard was assessed for a shoulder concern there in that game, and Will Kelly was subbed out, and he has a quad injury, uh, likely to be out at least for the short term. On to West Coast versus North Melbourne, five takeaways. West Coast, plus eight inside 50 differential against the Kangaroos in round 17 on Monday night. Uh, they couldn't convert in wet conditions and 1.13 points per inside 50. A season average for the Eagles is 1.69, so they're quite efficient when that ball goes inside 50. Uh, wet conditions didn't really help in that situation there on Monday night, but uh, they ranked second for the season for the Eagles. 
North Melbourne, 90 uncontested marks in round 17. The Kangaroos have averaged 98.0 from their last three games. Jaden Stevenson was outstanding in this game. Uh, 38 disposals, 10 marks in wet conditions, 150 points in a massive ceiling game for Stevenson. Uh, Jai Simkin was awesome in that midfield also for the Kangaroos. He added 118 points and being Cunnington as usual. Uh, awesome inside midfield usage, 116 points for uh, Cunnington there against the Eagles at Optus Stadium on Monday night. Uh, no real injury issues. Uh, just recording just shortly after this game on Monday night, so I don't think there's any injury issues to come out of the game, but obviously check out AFL Ratings Twitter feed if there's to, anything to come out of this game from an injury point of view. Okay, that's it for the solo podcast. Jeppa and I will return on Tuesday night, and we will talk AFL Fantasy Classic overall ranking. Until then, have a good night.